Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Krusty and I'm here with Fisher. Hello, guys. And uh, we've kept the MVPs on here. We've we've kicked Keeney into touch. We gave him a couple of weeks without me, but we thought, you know what? We want the two main guys. No, he's just, uh, he's been waylaid. So you have us two with you tonight. So we're just going to discuss WWE this week. We're going to go over parts of SmackDown, which weren't... Um, involved in extreme rules raw and then touching on nxt as well and yeah. we had a big raw so definitely stick around to, to listen to our thoughts and uh review of that so fisher do you want to kick us off with smackdown yeah just before we get to that i just want to say if you haven't listened to our extreme rules pod that me and crusty recorded the other day we did do a special obviously not on our weekly sort of friday routine we did one earlier in the week so if you haven't listened to that uh go and give it a watch or a listen on our on our youtube or on podcast form um, where you ever you usually watch it, basically. Um, but yes, let's get into SmackDown. So where do we begin? Because there was quite a lot that happened, but some of it was related to Extreme Rules. Let's talk about an uh, uh, NXT call-up and return here first then. Um, so we got Legado Del Fantasma finally called up, as speculated that they would be after, obviously, they left NXT. So we knew they were, they were coming. Um, and... Surprisingly, no Electra Lopez with them, but replaced by Zelina Vega. Um, what did you make of this? So they attacked Hit Row, didn't they, on, on their entrance? So I thought this was great anyway, because I love Legado Del Fantasma yeah. um, as a faction. I th- also think it's going to be good for... Um, you just said the name and it's gone out of my Zelina. head completely. No, not Zelina, but I mean, Hit Row. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good for Hit Row because they haven't really had much direction so far. It's been a bit random. So mm. I think this is going to get them into a feud. And when Zelina Vega come out, I did not expect that one bit. But wow, what a move that is. Um, I don't mind Electra Lopez, but in comparison, Zelina yeah, is yeah. leagues above. Her promo work is fantastic. She's actually really good in the ring when she is in there. I think they might use her more for promo work, but actually mm. that's not a bad move at all. And I'm really excited to see how this faction does. Yeah. I mean, like you say, Zelina is a big upgrade. Obviously, I feel a little bit sorry for Electra Lopez, but I'm, I'm sure, I think she's just been left in NXT. And it's quite funny because they left NXT all together in a car and then they turned up in a car here with Zelina Vega. It's like they dropped someone <laughs> off and picked someone up halfway through, um, which was quite funny. But I agree with you about the direction of Hitro now. Like it definitely improves them because they, like you say, they've not really done much so far. And I think obviously um, 
Legado are fantastic. I don't think Escobar needs like a mouthpiece, but like having Zelina there as well to do some of the talking and then he can do some. And they can bounce off of each other, can't they? Yeah, like not, you know, sometimes you can have more than one person cut a promo in a group. I mean, we see it all the time with the other factions, particularly, I mean, damage control. I noticed that like Dakota Kai's talking a lot as much as Bailey now and like the bloodline, they all speak a lot and yeah. Judgment day as well. Judgment day. Yeah, exactly. uh, They all, they all do their bit. Mm. So I think that 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 will work and it's a really good dynamic and it gives Alina her sort of, you know, when she was with Andrade before it was fantastic. And this is going to be similar to that, I feel. So yeah, I really like, uh, I really like this. I thought it was really good. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's another faction, one we did expect, but um, it's it's going to really ramp SmackDown up for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've got I'll, we'll talk about factions in a little bit because there's so many now. But um, let's get on to some other stuff on the show. We also got um, LA Knight finally confirmed to be LA Knight. Um, we kind of knew it was coming in the last couple of weeks. Um. He left the Maximum Male Models sort of lying on the ground. Maxine was angry with him and said, called him Max. And he was like, do not call me that name. I am LA Knight. And he's got a match this week with Mansoir um, as LA Knight. So that's a brilliant that's a good move as well. Getting him over as well, because I don't think Mansoir is very popular. Um, no, not particularly. Not I in noticed this gimmick, he's always especially. brought the yeah. So he, he did he sort of touched on that, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. going full face. He's going to have the catchphrases. Uh, I cannot wait because I, I was a massive fan of LA Knight and NXT. Yeah, same. Uh, I was a bit sad that he was, it felt like he was been a bit wasted in the main roster. So Completely, yeah. I'm so excited to see how he does. And I, I, I obviously, I don't expect him to go to the top of the card, but as a solid mid card guy and, and really solid, I mean that, um, I'm really excited to see how he does. Yeah, me too. Um, so that was, again, another really cool thing there that I thought worked really a well. A lot went on this week. Uh, I know that wasn't a sort of a uh, a cool-up a sense, but it feels like it because you're getting his character back. Yes. Um, another return, I think, was sort of hinted, not officially on this show, but I feel like we're getting, was Sarah Logan. Um, so we've got the Viking, a Viking Raiders thing. We've got a little thing with Ivar. Um, obviously, Eric is out injured at the moment, but they kept sort of the Viking Raiders on the thing. And there was a female voice, um, and it apparently was Sarah Logan. So it looks like Sarah Logan as well as another person coming back. Um, and it's another sort of faction with a female in it. It's it's very interesting the way they're building the, the this roster um, with a lot of um, female managers and valets or wrestlers, multi, you know, multi-gender factions. Um, so that's another interesting one. Um, could make the Viking Raiders. Inter- I mean, they were quite. They were getting interesting before. They were, yeah. This new um, act is far better than the the yeah, face. But that's another opinion. sort of uh, little thing to note. Um, most of the rest of the stuff was related to Extreme Rules, but we'll just talk about quickly the um, Gunter Sheamus had a, an absolutely another banger of a match. Another banger um, yeah. with a banger after strange banger. finish, but we did. We did obviously get the six-man extreme rules, so we've already sort of talked about that feud. But it was worth noting that obviously we've got an intercontinental title match on SmackDown, Gunter retained. Um, the only other thing we got really was uh, we got the Usos and Sami Zayn versus um, 
New Day and a surprise partner, which ended up being Braun Strowman. Um, and then you got loads of arguing between Sammy and Jay, which also continued into Raw. Um, Braun come in, really good hot tag spot, took everyone he out. He is over massively. He is, yeah. The crowd I, is popping massively for Braun. I'm I, popping for Braun. Yeah, um, I, I like what they're doing with him. I know Keeney hasn't he had said basically, you know, he, he's not bothered on Braun or like Omos. And the bigger, you know, those two we were talking about them may be facing each other. But personally, I think Braun is fine. Like, as far as big guys go, he's good. And he has got, he is over at least. And yeah, they took out Michael Cole here. <laughs> Michael oh, yeah. Cole fell. He got absolutely wiped out, didn't he? <laughs> that was great. So, so that was fun. But yeah, they were left. Jimmy was left two on one with the New Day due to Sami Zayn and Jay Uso's arguing. Um, and in the end, the New Day and Braun got the win. Um what else was there? There was Solo Sokoa versus Ricochet as well, which was a decent little match. Um, again, we had Bloodline stuff here with Jay and Sammy. and um, the, We got a little segment where we got uh, Roman basically tell Sammy that he's Jay is his problem now and that he Jay's too hot-headed, sort of agreeing with Sammy when Sammy said he was hot-headed. Um, so Roman sided with Sammy. And added more to the to blood. Yeah, that all stemmed line. from Logan Paul winding them up, didn't it? Yeah, so Logan Paul was on this show. I forgot to mention that actually. That's probably quite a big talk. Quite point. a big deal to miss, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Logan Paul was uh obviously here at the start, they got the full bloodline entrance. Um Logan Paul, Roman invited him into the ring, and that was where Logan sort of um wound him up a little bit. He said, Who's the tri- who which tribal chief am I talking to? That's Roman it. or Jay, and that yeah. that triggered Roman, didn't it? Um, it's interesting how this has suddenly turned, uh, and we'll talk about it more on Raw. But yeah, there's, there's some real heat coming from between Jay and the rest of the Bloodline at the moment. Yeah, and it's not just Sammy anymore. It feels like everyone's kind of apart from Jimmy, who's just kind of in the middle of it. You feel, yeah, it feels like everyone else. And, and it, there were some great lines in here. It was funny stuff again. Sammy called him a giant number two, and you could see Roman kind of great character in the background and start laughing. Um, so this was, this was all really good. You also had um, a Triple H opener here randomly, just to welcome to SmackDown. And just to mention the new commentary teams, we got Wade Barrett on his first SmackDown here. What did you make of the the commentary on, on SmackDown first before we could Yeah, talk about I the thought it was ones? really good. Wade Barrett is a really solid uh, commentator anyway, isn't he? Yep. Um, really enjoyed it. I mean, I liked him on NXT. So actually, I it, my favourite was Pat McAfee, yes. Michael Cole, hundred percent. But as a as a brilliant sort of stand-in uh, replacement is well, replacement isn't it? It's not really a stand-in. I mean, Pat's due to be back one day, but who knows when? Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's a brilliant replacement. Yeah, yeah I I'm agree with you. It's, it, as happy. good as you're going to get, considering the situation. Um, they were so making that, me laugh already. So that was really good. Um, and the only other thing we really got on SmackDown was a, a women's tag team match. Zia Lee and Sonya Deville randomly teamed up against Shotzi and Raquel. It was a very quick match, and Shotzi and Raquel won it. But I feel like that division needs more work still. The, the SmackDown women's tag team division, uh, not, not yeah. the SmackDown necessarily, the women's tag team division still feels like it needs a lot of work. Um, it wasn't given much time here, and there's not many legitimate teams. It feels like Shotzi and Raquel will be getting a title shot because they've faced damage control when they face Bailey individually and stuff. But yeah, I'm not particularly It's a bit random interested. thrown together, isn't it? Yeah, well, obviously, Aaliyah got injured. 
Um, oh, is that so, why she got pulled out? Yeah, so Aaliyah is injured, legitimately injured. That's a um, shame. And they replaced her with Shotzi, which is fine, but it does feel a little bit thrown together and a little bit all over the place. Yeah, I'm sure Triple H will do them right. But yeah, overall, I'd say, I mean, like I said, good SmackDown, but a lot of it was to do with Extreme Rules. I mean, there were segments with yeah. Cross. So make sure you check through. out our Extreme Rules uh yeah, so we're not going to we're not going to talk about to stuff that happened that's really related to that because there's not much point. So there's not really a lot else to say about SmackDown unless you've got anything else. No, no, that's it. I think we go on to the to the big boy, which I can't wait to talk about. Yeah, so this podcast this week will probably will mostly be about Raw because Raw was a huge show, uh, and... season premiere. Yep, DX's 25th anniversary. Um, I love the way this started straight away. Some people might not be a fan. Um, but I'm I'm a sucker for DX because I, I was such a huge fan back in the day. Mm. They really appeal to my humour as well as just the general in-ring wrestling they have. And I just couldn't help but laugh at this opening segment. And they're really playing on the 14 plus here with the um, the swearing and the crude references. So it was all of DX. I love the fact that Triple H was, was really serious at the start. He was in Gorilla with his yeah. glasses and his headset on. And he was like, guys... To- I I've can't got to be serious. In. I'm the boss now. Like no I like in. I like that bit of it particularly. <laughs> uh, thought that was good. Uh, X Pack just is cool. I, I just love. Yeah. Um, HBK was all right here. Road, Road Dog's always the kind of one I'm a bit like. I'm not I'm not as keen on you that nowadays, but he's still all right. But yeah, this this made me laugh. This segment in particular. Um, the rest of the segments we'll talk about later. I maybe wasn't quite as keen on. Um, it was a the, bit random, the but main I still, event one, I'm still a sucker. It was okay, it. but um, yeah, they had one. I think they had one later on in the show where they were talking to the Miz as well, and they Road Dog randomly kind of made a match. Yeah, that bit I wasn't keen on because um, I they was were, like, well, how are they able to make a match? I did kind of like the bit with the jobbers though. They were like two jobbers that were facing Amos, and they yeah. uh, they were like, "You're going to do fine," and then they turned around. And they're like, "Yeah, they're screwed." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that bit was all right, but yeah, so. I think they sprinkled them perfectly within the show. They didn't take, I was worried they were going to take ages, like a 15 minute segment in the ring, but they didn't really. We might as well talk about the the end segment then whilst we're here. So it was literally like the last five minutes of Raw, really. Yeah. Um, They come out, they chuck all the glow sticky things into the crowd. Just full on nostalgia, isn't it? Yeah, I would have, I would have gone crazy if i was there because it would oh, be yeah, awesome yeah. to be there. i was popping in my it, it was a bit odd for the final segment but also i can see why they do it i was popping in my living room um, and i'm normally quite critical of these sorts uh sections they're not my favorite like if you have an undertaker entrance for 20 minutes at the end of the show I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah come on whereas this actually um i was surprised the they didn't um open the show with this I thought I thought they would open the show. Yeah, they probably could have done, to be honest. Yeah, um, but... rather than close it, but you know, it's fine. It was okay for what it was. There was no angle. I, I thought they might do something where I, there wouldn't be any point in doing an angle because you know you're not going to get none a match. of them can wrestle. So, yeah. so but I did think maybe we'll get something. Um, I thought maybe we'll get Bray Wyatt show up at the end or like the lights will go out and Bray Yeah, I was or... kind of waiting for Bray. They're really teasing us. I mean, we might as well mention the fact that Bray wasn't on the show. Yeah, so what I was going to ask ask about that. Do you think they should have, considering how great Extreme Rules was and the reaction, do you think they should have done more with Bray here? I know he's on SmackDown and he's going to be on SmackDown from now on, but do you think they should have done something Thinking more? back, I was thinking, is Bray going to turn up? Is Bray going to turn up? But then... 
it was so stacked anyway, I don't think Raw needed it. I think it would have been yeah. another section in a very, very stacked out Raw. And they this was one of my favourite Raws in a long time. So, yeah. And it's yeah. been bloody brilliant. For I, a I long do time, agree with you so. in, in the sense of this Raw didn't need it. It's just... Smackdown, I think Extreme Rules has ended quite a lot yeah. of, of feuds and things. So I think maybe it needs the Bray wow factor to really give it something. Um, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit surprised they didn't do something more, like because they re- they just showed the return again, like all five minutes of it. Yeah, they thought, just showed the whole. I thing, didn't, didn't think they, yeah. that that was necessary, really. And they had a little video later on, which was literally mm. like twenty seconds. Um, I think they could have done maybe done something like a like a an on screen longer could have promo, done like a little or... package of his lantern or something. Yeah, just something a little bit different. But I'm not too disappointed because I understand that. They want to save some stuff back for SmackDown because Raw was a huge show anyway. And then it gets people watching, keep them watching SmackDown, look forward to SmackDown. Um, and if he's going to be on SmackDown going forward, it does make sense for him to to appear first on SmackDown. Because that was kind of like, you know, when Braun returned and he returned on Raw and then he went over to SmackDown and it kind of... He was everywhere, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I'd prefer them just to stick to wherever they're going to be. I think that makes more sense. But um, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed, but... Um, yeah, it's not too. It, it it didn't take away from the show because the show was so stacked, and the DX segment, like I say, it ended without an angle, which probably actually was the right move, even though I was kind of expecting one. Um, and it's just a little bit of a nostalgia pop. Um, let's talk about the rest of the show. So, well, leading on from the Raw uh, SmackDown commentary, Raw also changed up to Kevin Patrick, um, replacing Jimmy Smith, of course. No, Byron Saxton. He was doing the backstage interviews. Did you think this was particularly noticeable or was it just more of the same for you? Or I could definitely notice it here. Well, one of the things I really could notice was um, you couldn't really hear Kevin. It was, it was, he's quite, I don't know if it's really softly spoken or they just didn't get the sound right. Hmm. There were some segments and I really couldn't hear him, especially when they were talking over music. It was really odd, but I could hear Corey. Um, you could hear Corey carrying quite a lot of the show, but I think, He's he's been in, he's been backstage. He needs to be given a shot, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, of course. Um, I think he's decent. It's just going to take some, and I think he's got the wrestling knowledge, which I think in past attempts they haven't had that. Yeah. Um, with um, I can't remember his name. The guy who didn't last long at all. Oh, um, Adam Burke. Yes, he was terrible because he just didn't have the wrestling knowledge. He had mm. the enthusiasm. I think this is almost the other way round. I think give him a few weeks. If you look back at Michael Cole in the early days, I'm sure he was probably quite similar. Yeah. Uh, it takes a little while to get into this Because Michael Cole did come from a backstage announcer as well. Yeah. I think he so. could be great. We just need to give him the time. Yeah, he uh, needs to do time. I, I didn't think it was significantly like, bad or good in this one. I, I just It was just kind of whatever it was. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the actual rest of the segments that did happen on the show. So we start again we... with... Go, go on. No, no, it's cool. Yeah, I was going to say, should we start with the bloodline? Yeah, so I was going to start um, with the bloodline anyway. So, first yeah. thing real noticeable, this crowd was banging. Yes. It was so loud, it was which a, really made everything just feel great. Yeah, shout out to the Brooklyn crowd. It was a good crowd um, for this Raw, I thought. Because we've had a couple where recently where the crowd... They were terrible. I think SmackDowns was awful. I think, um, <laughs> I think I noticed it wasn't good. But, um, yeah, more. I mean, wow. we've had some good ones and we've had some really poor ones. But yeah, this one was great. So obviously it starts with the bloodline. 
Um, I love the bit with Sammy here getting. I mean, Sammy is so over now with this crowd. Yeah, they Roman and Sammy, Sammy were almost calling out Jay, weren't they? Yeah. So again, they were kind of. They, I love the shout out to Jimmy and Sammy's name is just like everyone loves Jimmy and everyone was like cheering Jimmy. That bit was cool. <laughs> it was like the crowd were playing along. It was almost like this. This segment felt ad hoc. It didn't feel script. It was. It obviously was scripted. Yeah. But it yeah. felt unscripted. Like the way they were talking to Sammy and then Roman let Sammy speak. It just worked so perfectly. Mm. Uh, I guess they've read the crowd like a book, haven't they, really? Yeah. So, and then Jay was kind of like, are you being serious? Is this a rib? Because like, you're telling Sammy to tell me what to do kind of thing. Um, pretty good. Really, really good segment. Um, then Riddle comes out, which I was a bit like, at first I was like, okay, why is he here? This makes no mm. sense. Um, but he was basically like, look, I can't challenge for the title anymore. Um, but I want one more shot. Roman said no. Uh, made that clear and then Riddle was like okay as I can't fight you can I fight one of the other members of the bloodline and then this is where Jay I thought was brilliant because he was really encouraging Sammy was like oh Sammy can take care of this Sammy will do this (laughs) and then Sammy kind of had no choice but to step up to the plate um, which I thought was a really really good little again thing between the two of them Um, really really good stuff so then we got Sammy Zayn versus Matt Riddle set up as the main disappeared off camera Fisher you've done a Bray Wyatt on me I'm not sure what's happened there. Sorry. There is we go. Come back? Here he is. Um, Here he is. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, it, but we want to see your lovely face. Uh, for those That's on the right. podcast, Fisher just disappeared. Yeah. Um, I think I pressed the stop video. Right? But we're back accident. now. We're back. Fine. At least I didn't end the video. Or yeah, we don't want to end the recorded. Yeah, we yeah like I did last time. Before. Um, Right, where were we? We were talking about, okay, so Riddle come out. Yeah, what did you make of the, the whole Riddle thing? It, it was random, but yeah. I, it makes sense to, to sort of like a stopgap. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Roman will end up facing him? No. Not at all? No, I, I think they'll stick by that stipulation of Riddle can't go for the Universal title. Make him just go through the... And I think they've already, they've, already done, they've already done the Riddle-Roman um, feud. I don't see them going back to it. Yeah, it's possible, but I, I don't think so. I think this was just a, to give Riddle another big match after he beat because he beat Seth on the Extreme Rule show. They wanted to keep him, yeah, on a bit of a roll. So give him the main event against a member of the Bloodline. You know, get the win. I think that's all it was. But I might be wrong. We might get next week. He might come out again or and challenge Solo or someone else. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. He's just going to go through the so the, the main event really. match itself. Um, Pretty good in-ring action, as you'd expect, between these two guys. I mean, it's going to be a good match. Um, but the story of the match, again, was really between Jay and Sammy. Jay kept trying to help. Sammy was saying he didn't need his help, and then he was helping at the wrong times. And in the end, obviously, Riddle won with an RKO as well. Um, so he's still keeping that going with the sort of Orton tribute act that he is. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting as well. What did you make of all of, all of that in the main event? Yeah, it was okay. Um, it, it was good, but I'd <laughs> I'd already expelled a lot of my excitement by this stage. Yeah, I know. Uh, which mean. I will talk about in a moment. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, it was decent enough. Yeah, and it, it, it and it just furthers the bloodline story, which is you know, which is really good stuff. I like the J thing. It's very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Um, can we talk about? 
the United States title. Yeah, picture. so let's talk about the return, the big return at the start of this segment first, then, and then we'll talk. Well, about yeah, that. Th- this whole section really, I, I loved it. This is yeah, I thought this was mark, perfectly booked. Actually, yeah, I I would, I would probably say it would be my top mark. Should we do a joint top mark? Should we joint top mark it up? This yeah, week? because I I thought this was booked brilliantly. Because surprisingly it, kept, it was a, it was surprised. a surprise it was a surprise yeah. it kept lashley strong because of how yeah. beaten up he got you put a title on seth which is again great yeah and also you set up lashley v lesnar for a, a non-title mm-hmm. feud which i think is the perfect use of lesnar so they really tricked around. me because if anyone's listened to the extreme rules their podcast i predicted that seth would win here i yeah i, I just couldn't i see said him last not week I, I thought he might um but and i did when i saw him bandaged up i was thinking how is he going to beat a fully strength bobby lashley i was like he can't unless mm. something happens but i know in no way expected what happened in the, t- in the return of brock lesnar uh Coming out, well, and it's Saudi Arabia just... time, isn't it? He he always pops up around here. I did I, I did say that crown like, jewel, said, isn't um, it? I predicted he might face Cormier because of the him being the special guest ref. Oh, just the way but, he um... left when Vince went, I thought, yeah, he's probably not going to come back. I honestly thought he, that's him done. But crown jewel money talks big time, uh, and to be honest, it makes sense. Big 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 match, uh, Lashley versus Lesnar, and to be honest, it's it's one I'm looking forward to. And if you, it, they had to have history from the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Lashley beat Lesnar yeah. for the title where Roman interfered. And there's no title, which makes it perfect. Yes. Because we're not going to get in a horrible scenario where they want Lesnar to win, but he's going to carry a title. Yeah. He, he like, if he won win, the United but... States title, that would have been stupid. It would have been crazy. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm re- I 3F5 did he hit? I think it was about that, yeah. Super yeah, 3F5. F5, he he proper took Lashley out. Yeah, the Kamora yeah. lock as well. Um, really took Lashley out. So Lashley cuts a promo first, mentions Brock's name, Brock's name and some people he's beaten. Then Lesnar just comes down, the place goes mental, and then a proper beatdown, like really took Le- uh, Lashley out to the point where the medical staff, the officials are all saying, look, get to the back, we can't fight. Seth's music hits, he runs down. Oh, like you before say, this, up. I was begging him to come out. I was like, please hit the music. I was like, please. As soon as I he mean, come out, I was like, okay, so he's going to win here. He's don't get me wrong, here. I was a big fan of, I'm a big fan of Lashley, but I couldn't wait for that music to, yeah. to hit. Um, yeah, and then what I loved as well was, so Lashley at first wasn't going to take the match because the medical were not advising him, but down, that, Rollins time, was it? really goading him into it. He called him a disgrace to his country. He was like, you're supposed to be a soldier. You're supposed to yeah, be a fighter. Yeah, really dug in. Really, also really went playing massively on the heel cards there, big time, because yeah. that's going to wind the crowd up. Yeah. Uh, also getting the, the crowd behind Bobby Lashley, which makes it even more shocking. Um, I thought this was going to end quick at first because... Uh, Lashley went straight for a spear which mm. was amazingly countered with a pedigree yeah. I love that counter mm. absolutely because it it doesn't look staged either no it looks down, like a map for the spear. Movie you can count yeah it's so good and this went on for longer than I thought um yeah it was back and forth back and forth wasn't it for quite a while well again they again... didn't completely if if Seth had beaten Lashley in one move even though he got beaten up by Brock again like they really protected uh, Lashley here yeah and Seth took his time. He he did a few. I think he won the two stomps in the end. Yeah, he even took um, a spear, didn't he? I thought for a second. Yeah, he did. I thought for a second as well. He wasn't. He was taking so long that something else was going to happen. 
Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe because he stomped Mustafa Ali last week, I thought maybe we're going to get Mustafa Ali come down, cost him. And then if he'd have lost, I'd have been absolutely fuming. Yeah, I think, oh, I, been... I think that would have been my last draw with Seth losing. I'd have been, I'd have been fully toys out of the pram. Yeah, it would have been um, pointless doing the Lesnar beatdown to weaken Lashley and then having Lashley beat Seth him. Lee, yeah, um, I, I can't wait to see this reign, and I hope he gets to keep it for a long time. Yeah, I, I can see him having a tear with this, like Lashley has been on, um, but with more maybe substantial feuds than not Lashley's had. But you can get yeah. some banger matches. I'd have. You could have like Gargano facing for it. You could have Ali. You could have yeah. Kevin Owens. You could have so many people you can have on Raw. And I, I can see them doing Cody. I think you mentioned Miz, it on the pod. Champa. It could be. Yeah. I, I remember. Amazing. I think you mentioned on the pod about um, Cody potentially. It's a perfect title for Cody to win, isn't it? To keep yeah. him, to, to not drop the title for Roman. The United States champion, American nightmare. It, it just makes sense. So. We could easily do something. Cody can still win. I know gen- traditionally the Royal Rumble is going for um, the top titles, but if you've already got a match set, I still think the Royal Rumble winner will go after the Royal Rumble winner will go after Roman. I'm pretty sure, unless the title. You think the Rock's going to win the Royal Rumble then? If he no, we don't. Back. The thing is, we don't know for a fact that that match is happening, do we? Oh, it just seems so. I think they up, could. I think if they're going to do that, they have to split the titles before. They have to, surely. But Just we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't know how. If the Rock, if it is the Rock v Roman at Mania, then the Rock shouldn't win the Royal Rumble. That's that's silly. Yeah, it would be silly. Cody Rhodes um, needs to come back and win the Royal Rumble. Cody winning the Rumble and going after Reigns would be better. If the Rock isn't wrestling, that's the best thing option in my opinion. Obviously, if the Rock is wrestling, then you have. You need to split the titles or get the it's titles off of Roman before. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to book the way out of this. Um, that's the problem with it. Um, but a fantastic segment. Absolutely yeah. loved that. I was on the edge of my seat for the whole thing. Yeah, it and was it was excellently thank done. You finally, Seth has gold. Well deserved. If I'd say that I can remember recently, probably the most deserved title win <laughs> of recent time. He's been. He's been carrying a long time, in my opinion. Mm. I know we've got Roman, who's been brilliant, but he's had that belt for God knows how long now. Yeah, over two years. years. Yeah, yeah. So, and Seth's just been releasing banger after banger, losing feud after feud. Um, He definitely deserves that belt. So, yeah, can't wait to see what he does with it. And then we, so we'll move on to we got another. Well, we got a a real surprise return on this show as well. Not someone look because obviously Lesnar is someone that works for the company, but we got so first of all we had. Rey Mysterio versus Chad Gable, which was a fine match. Nothing special, but um, Rey Mysterio wins that, which he probably needed. Um, Rhea, I love Rhea's armband for Beth here, as if she, cause, as if Beth was dead. Um, but yeah, she took proper took her out last week that, with that concerto extreme rules. Um, you had Priest and Finn come down uh, in the match. Dom was begging Ray to hit him again. All that's all these shenanigans. But then they, so after the match, Ray wins. Um, the beatdown comes from Judgment Day, and then they cut a promo. Um, the promo starts. They talk about Edge. They talk about Ray. Then he turns it to it. Finn gets on the mic and he changes it to AJ Styles. Starts talking about AJ Styles, and then I thought what happened after this was again brilliantly done. So AJ comes out. 
they go back and forth and AJ basically gets on his knees and he's like, you've been right all along. I need my friends. I need my brothers. I need my family. Hugs. It was only at that point that, because I I suspected none of this and I I Mm. actually forgot about this segment until you brought it up. But actually, again, I got really excited. This was awesome. Um, And it was only when he said brothers, I I was like, hang on. Mm. Surely not. Uh, yeah and then he hugs he hugs finn and i was like there's got to be something more to this and then the, he goes but i wasn't talking about you and the look that finn's selling over here was brilliant in, on his face so good, uh and then the music hits Al- anderson and gallows run down and it looks like we're getting the club back together so against cool. the judgment day now i'm awesome. not i'm not gonna i'm not a huge gallows and anderson fan like i'm not like massively into them but, i like, actually love them now, I, I think it's quite cool in are back uh... Yeah, the spell in AEW I thought was brilliant, and AEW was silly not to sign them, in my opinion. Back then, back not not now. I wouldn't say sign them. The roster's too big. But when they had them, I thought it was okay. Um, but yeah, I think this is a good move. It's just completely out of nowhere, um, and it's really going to give AJ some substance. I think AJ yeah. again is somebody who really needs something to do, some direction. Absolutely, this uh, makes this AJ much great. more interesting. That's the main thing about it for me. Yeah, and now we're going to get AJ versus Finn and the club versus Judgment Day. And the pop they got was insane. It was a big. I didn't expect that. No, Uh, this crowd was wild. And it is interesting because what there's a few interesting things about this, in my opinion. So Carl Anderson has had some real like beef on his Twitter with WWE stuff before replying to them saying how much he hates them and you know basically saying he said he'd never go back. Like he was like, I'm saying never. I can only think the Triple H factors. Yeah, step in obviously here. things change when the cha- the ownership changes, or the, not the ownership, but the, the creative or whatever. Um, and the fact that he currently holds a New Japan belt, the Never Open Weight Championship, that is very interesting. So New Japan retweeted WWE's tweet about the Good Brothers. Um, you know, some people are speculating maybe they're going to have a working partnership. Some people well, are saying it's probably nothing. they mention that a while ago? Yeah, they want. They tried to. They tried to, but obviously, then it happened with the the AEW for the you know AEW stuff forbidden. Well, I'm more. wondering if Triple H is more open to this and more. I think he. Invested. I think he would be. I think he would definitely be. But I, I, I don't think there will be a partnership. I think they might. What they might do is they'll have they'll let Carl Anderson work in his Japan shows or whatever he had booked already, he'll drop the title that he holds and then he'll just work exclusively for WWE after that. That's what I'm expecting. But if it was more than that, then then it'd be awesome. Of course. Definitely. Yeah. I, I'm just excited to see what but they yeah, do. But yeah, interesting to see him back. And Gallo, I mean, Gallows has been back and forth in WWE so many times. He's, yeah. He loves it. Um, but yeah, really interesting to see him back. Not one I expected. Um. But yeah, cool stuff. Um, and we're getting a Bullet Club sort of thing again in WWE. And I just, you know, like I want to say, do you, we've quit. We mentioned in the past on AEW when it was everyone was in a faction and it got a bit too much. Do you feel like that could happen here, or do you think at the moment it's about? I right? enjoy factions, though. I think it was. I Keeney love factions. Who was on that? But uh, I, I do I... like factions, but I did understand where he was coming from because. In AEW, it felt like every single person was in a faction. And I think if every single person's in a faction, it does get too much. At the moment, you've still got quite a lot of singles wrestlers in WWE and then quite a few factions as well, which I think is a good mix. You do need some factions. 
there wasn't enough before. No, no, there was next to no one, was there? And then mm. you get one faction that you could just destroy everybody. Yeah. And one person would beat them all up, which was a bit odd. But I'm, I'm just excited to see what's going to well, happen. What, what factions do is they give more people screen time. They give more, more options for matches. Yep. Multi-man matches, singles matches between people in those factions. So, you know, it makes it, it makes it more interesting, really, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. Um, another match worth mentioning for sure is an, an interesting topic to speak about. Mm. Theory versus Gargano. Yes. Um, this was a great match. I thought Gargano looked brilliant in ring, and I thought Theory looked fantastic, he did look to be really honest. Yeah. Some of the bumps he was taking, he was really putting Gargano over, and he just looked generally good. Um, we had a, a brilliant, that DDT that um, Gargano does, he did one on the outside, and that was wild. That looked incredible. Uh, and that was actually the point that I really noticed. The, the second DDT in the ring, Theory got spiked like, on his head. It was, it was, he sold that so well. Mm. Um, Gargano won the match. Um, yeah, so Theory, I think Keeney showed, sent us a, a tweet showed us a tweet the other day and it was um theory has now lost 15 matches in a row which, which is a bit a bit much for the but I, do you I, think this is leading to a story or some i think like it that? might be it also gives such a surprise element if he eventually does cash in mm. i still don't know where the hell he's going to cash in i don't I think mean, he does cash in how i mean he's not cashing in on roman is he so no, unless uh, the but, again, unless the titles are split and something happens, that could be a brilliant way of splitting the titles. If they do some, I don't know how, but you split it so he can only cash in on one or something weird mm. like that. Um, I, I don't know how they get out of this. They have made an absolute mess with putting those titles together. Yeah, it's it's annoying. I agree with you on the match. The match was really good. Gargano. Gargano did need to win because I mean he lost he did, last yeah. week, didn't he? Already, you know, we were saying last week it was a surprise he had already lost. So Gargano winning's good, but yeah, I don't know where Theory goes from here. It's a very strange one, and he's someone that I think the booking has been a bit odd. Me and Keeney spoke about it in depth last week about it, and um, yeah, it's been, it's been a bit strange, to, but I do think it's going somewhere. If it goes somewhere, when we get a satisfactory... I can't imagine Triple H is just squashing him just no. to get back at Vince or anything. No, I don't it think it's that. Weird. I don't think it is. I, I it's think got it's, to have a purpose. I think there's a story coming out of this. Theory um, needs a faction. I know we've been talking about it. Well, he's but, kind of with the Alpha Academy a little bit, but not officially, not is he? properly, though, is it? No. Really? Um, he's hanging around with them, but it would be quite funny if he just suddenly started putting Alpha Academy gear on. Well, he, he wore... Last week, he's, um, he wore a... Um, all, he wore an all-day all academy T-shirt. He called it all-day academy, and he was calling it oh, all-day okay. academy on T. So I think you know that's potentially what he's going to be end up being part of that group. I feel interesting. Um, um, we had the damage control section, didn't we? Yeah, which was not actually damage control, was it? Well, we had Bailey versus Candice. We had a little That's promo it. from Damage Control, but we had a Candice versus Bailey match. The match was fine. Candice, I think, won it by a roll up in the end. She did, yeah, was... yeah. Which I didn't mind because it's so rare we see one now. Yeah, um, I like the fact the way the Bailey was playing into like she was. She looks really defeated, like when mm. she was coming out. Um, yeah. she she really did look look quite sad, quite worn out, which I think is really cool. Actually, I wonder what they're doing with this. 
Um, it's interesting because I think she, that's not just by chance. I think they're playing on this. Well, I think they're going to, yeah, well, I think she, Bailey's going to get desperate and want another shot on the title and that's going to be the lead to the war game. I think we go to the war games match. Okay. And then it'll be like if ba- Bailey's team wins, she can get another shot. But if she doesn't, then she can't challenge Belair anymore or something like that. Uh, that's surely what I, I reckon. Because the, they're, they're yeah. surely going to be in the war games match aren't they this these teams definitely yeah um but this was all okay and then belair come down to help candace no asco and alexa bliss they're still selling those injuries from last week which i quite like when they do that um so and then candace and belair got beaten up here so it's now it's like a case of well who can stop judgment day because they just keep beating everybody up um so yeah not sure quite where that's going in terms of like is anyone else going to come in and help them or I'm Alexa and Asuka are going to be back next week and then we get, you know, those guys and this feud just continues like that. But yeah, this was all okay. I would say it wasn't the best thing in the show, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. And the only other segment I can really think about, uh, we mentioned Omos actually. Destroying yeah, I've got a couple, earlier. Of, a couple of other things. And then we yeah. had Miz and Maurice in a comedy segment. Yeah, which... this, might... this was a bit skiddy for me. You didn't like it? Well, I'm just a bit bored of... I'm glad. The only you, thing I will say is... Are of Mrs. Giant Balls? No. I, I, that bit popped me <laughs> when he had the Giant Balls and he, uh, as a present and the baseball bat. I thought that was all fine. Yeah. But I'm just bored. It's been too repetitive with Dexter Loomis now. Like... Yeah, Dexter Loomis There every random, week, there's the same thing. Like, why is... Why is no one stopping it? Why is Miz even bothering? Well, I think it's coming to a conclusion now, isn't it? I was going to say, at least we get a match next week. I'm happy that we're getting a match next week because that can put a stop to it. Um, but yeah, I'm not. And Marie, and, Surely and, uh, Loomis has to win because he gets a contract, doesn't he? Yeah. So if yeah, if Loomis wins, he gets a contract. If he loses, yeah. he's gone. So I think Loomis wins, which yeah. is his first match, so he probably should win. Um, and I'm just glad they're finally doing something in the ring because it's been what like it feels like six, seven weeks at least. Yeah, it's been a long of time. this. It's been like a long time of the same thing. I've not minded um, it because it hasn't taken up too much screen time. No, it's just it's just one or two two week, weeks too many for me. Yeah. And also, I never like spots where people just go into cake. Um, and Maurice botched it the first time, I think. I don't know what yeah, happened. I think but she, she kind missed of rubbed it. it on the face. Although she was obviously covered in it when she was backstage. Eventually, yeah. Um, um, I did like the giant balls to put your bat line. <laughs> yep. And I, I did like the, the crowd um, were telling Loomis to eat the cake. Eat the cake. Eat the cake. That bit was fine. It's just the fact that <clears throat> this hasn't really gone anywhere new in like weeks and weeks. But hopefully with the match happening next week, that can change. Um, <clears throat> only one other thing to talk about, really. Um, and that was, it wasn't a segment as such, but there was a little promo for Elias coming back next week. Oh, okay. I missed that. I think it was like just at the start. Oh, there's an advert break. Then it was like, it was just before the main event, I think. Oh. It was a little like, hello, I am Elias. And it's Elias, not Ezekiel. So Triple H has obviously gone, right, that gimmick's gone. He's had enough time to grow his beard back. Yeah, he's had enough time to grow his beard back. And I'm sure Kevin Owens to be very pleased to see Elias back. That could be a funny segment for next week. Yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah, seen Kevin Owens in that. a couple of weeks. I'm not sure where he is. Um, but... I guarantee next week, Elias is going to do his song. He's going to be in the ring and then KO is going to come out and be like, you were Elias all along, weren't you? And he's going to probably be like, yep. 
Um, <laughs> but I, I think Triple H didn't want to fight the Ezekiel gimmick. I think he, no, that no. was a Vince thing, and he's going back to the Elias now. So that's a, that's a cool one. I think that's that's a good move as well. Hopefully, um, and yeah, just one other thing as well. Actually, where's Champa? Because he was in this feud with Miz, and he's gone. I wonder whether he might get involved next week with the match mm. and maybe cost Miz the match and then yeah. maybe they'll have a feud, Miz versus Champa. That could be quite a good feud. Yeah, maybe he's going to repackage Champa because he didn't want him to stay with the Miz. That's a, that is a possibility. Um, I'm just curious because he hasn't been on the show for two, three weeks now. Yeah, strange. Um, Triple H is massive on Champa. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I don't know if he's... I've not heard about him being injured or anything, so it's just a bit of a weird one. Um, but I think that's it for Raw. Yeah, that is that was a great Raw. Really enjoyed it. It was a really strong Raw. Probably one of the best Raws of this whole whole year, yeah, I would say. Yeah, really um, or the three hours actually flew by, which doesn't often happen. No. Let's really. talk briefly about NXT. I haven't got loads of notes for it, but no. we will talk about it because it's the build-up to Halloween Havoc. PLE. And I want to talk about the first thing, the best thing that probably happened on the show. Maybe the best match I've seen all week. Um, certainly, well, no, not, maybe not all week, if I include Extreme Rules, actually, but on TV and WWE this week, which was Nathan Fraser and Axiom. Um, that match is the third in their series. Obviously, they were 1-1. The third match was the final North American Championship qualifier, and they just had, they put it all out there and were flying all over the place. The counters, the chemistry they had with each other was awesome. Axiom yeah, trying loads of submissions, Fraser countering it. Um, you can see Seth Rollins' influence all over Nathan Fraser's moves. Yeah. Um, just an awesome match, I thought. Uh, it was great. I, I enjoy seeing these guys in the ring, especially Nathan Fraser. He's just so fast. He's nuts, isn't he? That's yeah, I, he throws himself into everything. And he won, which means he is in the North American ladder match, Fatal Five way, uh, with Carmelo Hayes, Oro Mensa, Wesley and Von Wagner. So that's going to be pretty that will insane. Be a, that match. will be an insane match. You've got four high-flying guys in there, and then Von yeah. Wagner is the big man. Um, so that should be pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to that one. That was a banger of a match, um, I would say. Um, uh, what else did we get on this segment show? I enjoyed. We had Alba Fire versus JC Jane. Uh, Alba Fire beats JC Jane, which you'd expect. Um, but then Toxic Attraction... Uh, come out with Sonia Deville. Yeah, so she expecting. grabbed her from the crowd. I wasn't expecting that at all. So Alba Fire's about to leave after beating JC Jane in a fairly okay match. She didn't go that long. And as she's leaving, the hooded person grabs her. And I thought it was going to be Mandy, but it wasn't. It was Sonia. Um, cool. Playing back to their old tag team. Yes. Um, you know, I saw some people criticize this because like, the last time they were like on the screen together, they were like feuding. But it was two years ago, and I just think everyone knows that Mandy and Sonia are good friends in real life, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it they works. buried the hatchet, And man. it was an awesome beatdown, and like Shield powerbomb for a Yeah, table. that powerbomb was awesome, straight for the announcement. Um, and next week we're getting Alba Fire versus Sonia Deville on NXT TV, which I think is an awesome move. Good. Also, if, if Alba Fire wins, puts her over. Um, and I love um, the use of main roster stars on NXT, and, I, and it sounds like, from what we've got on this NXT, we're going to be getting a bit more of that because there were some other hints to that on this show with Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade both picking a partner from Raw and SmackDown to tag with each other um, next week. So I think Roxanne's going to be on SmackDown this Friday and then Cora Jade's going to be on Raw on Monday and they pick each other's tag partner. So that's yeah, quite that's interesting. interesting. And yeah. also Cameron Grimes 
when he got beaten up by the schism on this show, he said he doesn't trust anyone in NXT as tag partners, but that doesn't mean that the whole of WWE. So he's obviously got something up his sleeve, a main roster tag team as well. Um, so this is all quite interesting. Uh, the use of main, we've, we've praised it before with people like Natalia, uh, Dolph Ziggler, other people that have come down, AJ Styles briefly, you know, when they've used their main roster people in NXT to help boost the NXT roster, I think it works really, really well. Yeah. They should do it as much as possible. Also gives people that aren't being used on the main roster TV time. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I really like that. Uh, we got a triple threat number one contenders match here as well with uh, Anofe and Blade, um, Briggs and Jensen and the Dyad, uh, which was won by Anofe and Blade. So they are the number one contenders and will face Pretty Deadly, who had a weird little segment at the start of the show. They always do the campus. That did make things. me laugh. They're just oh, there they... to wind the crowd up. Yeah, they? They, they do the funniest random segments. Um, but yeah, this match basically, uh, yeah, they, they well, they won it. So, but the um, Cameron Grimes kind of cost the schism here, which led to that beatdown we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah, hitting awesome came in on the out. Uh, yeah, cave in on uh, on Gacy on the outside after Gacy tried to get involved. Um, and no fame Blade are a good team. I I don't think they've got a chance of winning the title. No, be I an exciting think, match though, won't it? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're quite over enough to win the tag team titles, but they are a, a good team, and it will be a good match, I'm sure. Um, we had Bron Breaker versus Javier Bernal, which went longer than I thought it would. Um, but the main thing about that was sort of JD McDonough's involvement and then obviously Ilya coming out at the end as well. Looking forward to like triple threat match. That's going to be great between Breaker, McDonough and Ilya. Um, we also had Ilya then get approached by Grayson Waller as he was leaving, which led to the main event match of Ilya Dragunov versus Grayson Waller, which was good, but had a stupid bit with <clears throat> the wheel spinning on its own, uh, which kind of led to the finish. Grayson Waller jumping into the ring into the finisher and and Ilya won that way, which I didn't think was needed. But that was all okay. Um, we also got a couple of other little things to mention, and then that's about it, really. So we had Indy Hartwell versus Valentina Faraz. Now I was quite surprised to see Indy Hartwell on NXT because I thought she was going to get called up. I thought we wouldn't see her on NXT again. Uh, but apparently she is still there. <laughs> very, she very destroyed quick match. her, didn't she? Yeah. yeah, beat for Rose. But the, the real talking point here, again, was the presence of Veer Mahan. Because um, Sanger was ringside with Valentina. Yeah. And then Veer comes and he leaves. Called him away, didn't yeah, he? So I think, yeah, so I think we've, we've discussed it already. But that tag team looks like it's going to happen. Veer is back in NXT, where I think is a good move. Because I think he, on the main roster now, with all the call-ups, with all the signings coming back, Veer would have been completely lost. I think yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, this is brilliant. Yeah, I think it's a better use for him. And if they're good, I can see them being a decent main roster tag team. Yeah, well, I I think Sanger's pretty good for a giant. I think he's a pretty good giant, and I think yeah. Veer's obviously, I think decent he enough. Cool. He's been awesome on the well. main roster already, so yeah, I think they they could be a good, um, they could be a good team to be honest. Um, we also got Wesley versus Stax, which was a decent little match actually. Stax's first real one on one match. Wesley's great. Um, and yeah. Wesley did win, um, obviously, and then got attacked by Trick and uh, Mello afterwards. 
I believe. And then Tony D'Angelo was annoyed by um was annoyed with Stacks and said he would have a match next week against a mystery opponent opponent. That again could be a main roster person, for all we know. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it feels like they're really trying to make it sort of so that they, they interact a lot, which I think is a good idea. Yeah, I enjoy that. Um, there wasn't a lot else on this show. There was a really terrible segment with Fear Hell and um, Keanu James, which I'd rather forget about. Uh, that was bad, where Robert Stone got involved and then she just rolled around. Yeah, that was terrible. That was, that was crap. So not a lot else to say about that. Skiddy. And that was basically NXT in a nutshell. Um, the show was okay. Um, Halloween Havoc card looks pretty good. I would yeah, say. I think that's going to be a cracker. Well, Alba Father vs Mandy will be a banger, and I think the main the main men's title match looks great as well. So you've got two matches there that I think will be really good. So that's that's pleasing. Um, as well as you're getting Grayson Waller the Apollo Cruz, which is obviously Apollo had a promo on this show as well. So the card looks good. The show itself at the moment isn't great, but I feel, I hope what we need really from NXT is the proper pay-per-view now. So hopefully we get kind of like an old takeover level show. Yeah. That's what I feel it needs one to start a new era because it's supposedly a new era, but at the moment the booking's pretty much the same as the old NXT 2.0 hasn't really changed in the last couple of weeks. No, maybe some title changes. We'll uh, freshen it up. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think yeah. so. Yeah. That's, that's really it for this week. Um, yeah, no A no AW show on this one, but um I may I may get an AW video in last uh, recorded. I know I say that every week and sometimes I don't. He's a liar. Yeah. Well it depends don't, how busy don't I am. Believe anything he says. Yeah, he I also would... says he's good at predictions and look what happens there. I never said I was good. <laughs> Talking of predictions, actually, our predictions results are up on our thing. So um, you know, well done. Thanks to all who took part and uh Everyone who's took part over this, we're coming towards the end now. So everyone who's took part over the course of the the last year, uh, RM Punk, if you're listening, he's already tweeted saying he's thinking about what shirt he wants. He's getting a I bit know. ahead of it's himself. It's only because the people near him is me and I can't, me and Keeney, yeah. and we can't win. He pretty so. much has won it, to be fair. He's yeah. pretty much won it because none of the other people that are eligible for a T-shirt are close. Maybe we should block him on Twitter so we can't have one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thank you to everyone who has joined in if you haven't even heard about this please follow us on twitter at recharge wrestle yeah recharge wrestle we'll be doing another one next year because we've enjoyed it so much we might do it slightly differently i think rm punk has got that. a handicap he's not allowed uh, <laughs> he's on minus 10 points to start yeah yeah uh, but yeah t- check that out for sure um if you're listening to this in podcast format uh, please find us on youtube recharge wrestling Give us a like, subscribe, and follow. We will be really chuffed if you do. Check out our old content. Um, plenty yeah. on there, including some WWE 2K. Uh, yeah, which I do. We, uh, we do hope to do more of in the future. Um, so much live stuff from Clash at the Castle and stuff like that as well, if you're interested in that kind of thing on our YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, we hope to keep more stuff going. Obviously, we have pay-per-view reviews. If you haven't listened to Extreme Rules, as I said earlier, Next off, I think, will be Survivor Series. I don't think there's any other... There might be an AEW show. We'll Crown but... Jewel in between. Oh, a Crown Jewel. Yeah, Crown yeah, Jewel. Crown so Jewel. we've got Crown Jewel and Survivor Series. For predictions-wise left, we've got basically Crown Jewel and Survivor Series. And I think RM Punk has to like blank on both shows, basically, and completely mess it up from not to win. Um, but get involved anyway. It's good fun, even if you've never predicted. Just check it out. Yeah, and certainly if you're interested, if you didn't join in this year, 
keep it in mind for next year because then you can start, you know, the, the scores reset and we can work your way out ready for that. With work that way out. We might do choice. it slightly differently points wise, pay-per-views. We might not do all of the shows we did this year. I'm not sure how we're going to do it yet. We'll discuss yeah. that and then let people know. But yeah, looking forward to uh, the shows coming up that we've got. I don't think we're going to do uh, NXT ones. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is starting to sound like a Cena promo. We're waffling on massively. We are a little bit. So we'll I hope you're feeling positions. charged. And uh, hopefully, well, I know I say hopefully, but one of us will be back next week. And we'll, uh, yeah, check us out and um, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.